Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your podcast. Smart speakers, what's up, Key? What's up, Jay? What up, baby? What's happening, man? Um, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening out there in the cold, man? What's happening? Yeah, it is because cold. But Pop slick to a can of oil, baby. Mad. Yo, it is it's for real, like extra cold. Last no, night, it, no last night reason. it turned winter. It officially turned winter really? last. Oh yeah, like <laughs> it like dropped. It. Yeah, yeah. Last night it was brick out. Oh yeah. man, I just got I just got this email saying that I. My return back to New York has been postponed. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, that's the. That's something so good when it's freezing on the East Coast and you're on the West Coast, and you know all you, all your people are suffering back east. So somehow it makes the sunshine even better. But you know what's so great is it's so funny. I, a friend of mine the other day was we were having a conversation. He go, he was we we're talking about the East, you know, New York and here. He was like, man, in December. We can barbecue and chill and do everything. You can't do that out there. I said, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I will yeah, tell you, though, you get a nice little fire going. You start settling into, like, the winter. If I want to do that, I'll go. If I want to do that, Jay, I'll go to the mountains for a couple you. days. But on the East Coast, you do. It's like a challenge. Winter's like a challenge. Like, I'm yeah. going to, oh, like, you know, gonna Jack Frost. You. I'm going to beat Jack Frost. Exactly. Watch this. I'm going to go outside, get the goose down, the whole thing. Man, you got, got nine jackets, two <laughs> scarves, <laughs> the warm drink, you know some what I mean? jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Get the old-fashioned, get it ready. But what about Christmas, Key? Like, Christmas and everything called Thanksgiving. Like, I know L.A., when I first moved out there, it was dressed through Thanksgiving. Bring with you. What you would wear on the East Coast through Thanksgiving, you'll be good. But Christmas time on the East Coast, it could be snowing. The lights are up. You miss that at all? No, but you still you still get you, because of the 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 timing and and the the uh, the way the sun sets and the the light goes down early. So you still get Christmas lights. We got trees out here. Leaves do fall. The only difference is we're not walking in dog poop. We're not that's slipping a, that's a on ice. Huge we're not doing any of that. Yeah, you just it, made an underrated point. It's the dog poo. It's unbelievable. It's everywhere. Think about it, Max. When you're driving from where you used to live at yep. with the rich people up there, yep. and yep, you came down people. off the hill, Wealthy and you went people. through that downtown area yeah. in Beverly Hills, you've yeah. seen all the pretty little lights up in the air, you know, the, the stores decorated. You get the same thing. That's yes, the poverty in Beverly Hills, Key. I couldn't do it. I had to stay in Bel Air. The, the Bel- Beverly Hills wasn't good. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, same thing. One um, street over hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's good living for sure. Uh, meantime. Meantime, in the NFL, Cowboys lost to the Chiefs on Sunday. That is their second loss in three games. They have uh, three losses on the year. Trying to put some yeast on it, Key. Trying to put some yeast. Second loss in three games. Uh Uh-oh. I know, right? I'm trying. I'm trying my best. They have three losses on the year, and after watching the Bucs last night, here's the question, Key. I'm going to start with you. You trust the Cowboys to still get the number one seed? I, I think they got a loss in them again. Mm-hmm. Um, I trust them, but I don't. Is that does that make sense? I trust them, but I don't trust them. You're the explanation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I kind of like them. I, I I trust them, but I I know they got another loss in them. What other teams and how mathematically is it going to pan out with the Packs, with the Rams, with Arizona? But I think they do have another loss in them. 
Okay, so you trust them, meaning like they are an intrinsically good team. They're Absolutely. capable of getting the number one seed. But now Arizona, Kyler Murray injury. Packers, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that toe, you heard Jeff Saturday talk about it. That's not a cupcake. That could really affect them. And then who else? The Rams? The Rams have been pushed around up front recently. So I see what he means, Jay. Even if the Cowboys do have another loss, it's not like the other NFC powerhouses are bulletproof. I'm starting to lean towards the Cowboys. I'm leaning a little bit towards the Cowboys. I just look at the Cardinals' final schedule, too. And granted, they play the Bears this upcoming weekend, but they have the Rams, they have the Colts, and the Cowboys to get their shot for them at home. Seahawks there, divisional game. Like, it'll be interesting to see how the Cardinals and how the health of Kyler Murray plays into this whole thing, too. And I'm not saying that the Cowboys maybe you don't have one more loss in them, but more divisional games? I don't know. Look- Look at it. Look at this for a minute. Follow me, knuckleheads. All these teams have lost games by like getting destroyed by teams. Mm-hmm. All of them lost, right? Mm-hmm. But all of them also have won games when they shouldn't have won them. Yeah, back up in our eyes, right? Yeah. When we when we look at Arizona, they win games with Colt McCoy. Yay! They go on the Minnesota. Uh, Cooper Rush, yay! No Devontae Adams, no Lazar, no uh, Valdez Scanton. They go to Arizona and unleash on the Cardinals. Yay! Cam Newton and everybody comes to Arizona and beat up on Arizona. You're like, oh, wait a minute. San Francisco, uh, uh, the Colt McCoy goes to San Francisco and unleashes on them and Seattle. It's like all of them are doing weird things, so it's hard to really tell where in the AFC, to me, in my eyes and what I see, there's two teams that I'm like, you know what, man? Kansas City and that that Baltimore, if they get Lamar back and he does what he was doing prior to the Miami game, they're going to be a tough out. Where I don't believe in the Bills because the Bills, to me, is manufactured hype from a year ago based on a quarterback that was having an MVP-type season that we pushed up to a higher level. Yeah, I, I'm with Key on that, Jay. When I look at the AFC, I always I, I think highly of Josh Allen, but I don't consider Josh Allen in the elite bucket. I consider him at the top of the next one, okay? Um, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are difference makers. Mm-hmm. They're, a li- they're different. It's like looking at the NFC. Tom Brady, check. Aaron Rodgers, check. check. And Kyler Murray now is feeling like a check, right? Even though he so, hasn't played? Last yeah, even though games? he hasn't played in the playoffs and he's been banged up, we've seen enough during the regular season to say, okay, it's like Josh Allen last year, but he came into the league. Like, there's a reason he got drafted first overall and Josh Allen went later on, right? Why. So, so, I, so I, I see what – although I think the Bills are underrated right now, just for the record. I think the Bills are a very good team, actually. I just – I have more confidence in the Chiefs and the Ravens oh, I than agree the with Bills. That. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to hear. So you think with me. The, you say you say you think the Bills are yeah. underrated? Yep, I think they're underrated. I think they were overrated for a little while, but not by much. And I think now everyone is chicken little. The sky is falling because they haven't looked good recently. But I think that's a good team. You, I think you, that's a complete I, and, team. And I think the, it's a, good it's a team. rhetorical question. Did you watch the game Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not see the whole Bills game on Sunday. No. Did you see enough to make you think that they looked bad? They got from they, what they, I saw. Yeah, they, but they yeah, so that's up. not overrated when you getting drugged like no, that. But they've had some bad losses. Their uh-huh. losses are bad. 
I agree, but what I'm saying is when I look at the roster, the coaching staff, and when they've played well, what they're capable of, I see them sort of like the Rams in the sense that even when they lose a game and they don't look good, I still think they're a good team. They still have a good record. They're still, I still think they're capable of beating good teams, but I wouldn't put them But the, the Rams, the difference with the Rams, though, Max, is they don't lose – Bad game. Like, Jacksonville is a bad loss. Yeah, it's a bad one. Getting run out of your – okay, so if you told me the Bills got run out of Indy, I'd go, yeah, they're at home on the road, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Indy went on the road as a dome team in your stadium, and I don't don't know how cold it was, but it's a dome team going on the road. You're right. It it wasn't a field goal loss. It was a blowout. It's inexcusable. You know, I'm not looking for an excuse. I will say by way of explanation – if you going into the season, we looked at Indy's uh, offensive line and thought, okay, they're going to be able to move the chains. And then you have a running back, like you know, you, they've gotten away from Carson Wentz-centered offense and to a Taylor-centered offense, and that is you know coincided with a lot of success. So like, but I hear you. You can't. I can't. I'm the one. I'm going to sit here and justify giving up five touchdowns to a running back, four on the ground, and one through the air. I can't do it. I still think they're good, though. I think they had a bad game. But Kansas City is a team, though, right? AFC? I think so. I agree. I've always thought I mean, so. I, well, I didn't always think so. I didn't always think so. I mean, just they had that upside, but it's starting to click. It's not even starting to click. How about I take that back? It's not starting to click for them offensively. They still have so much room for improvement that's offensively. The, that's what's that's scary. the scary part. That's what's scary. Keyshawn J. Willemax brought to you by Capital One. Getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit is another reason banking with Capital One is one of the easiest decisions in the history of decisions. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. We're going to play to the max. All right, Evan, what do we got? Yeah, so we're going to do confidence meter. Usually we go negative with this segment, but we're going to be positive this week. Confidence meter for NFL contenders. So zero, no chance to win the Super Bowl. 50, maybe, maybe they have a chance. And Max, definitely a Super Bowl contender. Let's start with the Cowboys key, zero, 50 to the Max. I'm going to say, I'm just, I'm going to say the Max. I think they, I think they are a team that can and certainly will contend for a Super Bowl title. You look at their schedule, look at the way they've played. They, they've lost two of the last three games, but at the same time, it's really – I discount the Denver game. I'm always discounting something. I discount the Denver loss just because it, it circumstances, the new the quarterback coming back after sitting out for so long, and they just – you know, traded Von Miller so the Cowboys were kind of sleepwalking. So I discount that. They bounced back against a, a a good team in Atlanta at the time, and then they go to Kansas City, and they barely lose to the Chiefs, and they had about six top players that were not playing or hurt in the game. I'll go to the max on the Cowboys. Look, everybody in the NFL, with the exception of the Cardinals, because they can omit not having Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, has had some bad losses, right? Like, so you lose two out of three, but we know what this offense is capable of. We've seen the defense get better. It's about hitting a mark at the right time, getting hot. The Cowboys have all the pieces to win a Super Bowl. It's to the max. I'm going 50. I got to hate on the Cowboys. I just can't bring myself to say to the max. I like it, Max. Stay true to who you are. Yeah. Chiefs, 0-50 to the max. Max. They're the best team in the AFC right now. I understand that they're not putting up record-breaking numbers like you saw 
a year, two years ago where we were going crazy, but they are the best team in the AFC. Uh, When you look at where they're playing, they're winning football games. They've gotten it together to a degree. And I think what happened is we fell in love with Patrick Mahomes. He just teased us the other day against the Raiders. And then when he goes out there and he does what he did this past week against the Cowboys, it's like, well, the offense is not clicking. It's just something's wrong with it. It's like, man, look, man, they won the damn game. All right? So stop it. So their defense is getting better. When their offense clicks with the defense – that's going to be scary time. That's to the max. Word to the max for exactly the, those reasons. What's next? Packers, zero, 50, to the max. Come on. Keep. To the max. The, the, the Packers are to the max. They uh, Two, they go to Minnesota, and I, and I thought that Minnesota would fight them tough in, in you know, a field goal game, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, 75-yard strike to, to, um, to Valdez-Scanton on a deep, deep, deep crosser toward the end of that game, but then they left too much time on Minnesota to go in and kick the field goal. But they're, they're to the max. Yeah. I mean, left too much time except for the interception, which got I me mean, able to even left. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. To the max, you got Aaron Rodgers. Plus, I mean, we'll get, I, they'll have a chance to redeem themselves against the Rams' offense this week. I, I think it's a chance for their defense to step up again. My confidence will rise back up in Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers. To the yeah, max. I'm to the max with this caveat, that toe. Like, that really does make me very nervous for the reasons that Jeff Saturday pointed out. Like, they, you must have Aaron Rodgers as himself. And if they're just going to play him and it's never going to get better, uh, I don't know. So that's the only caveat. All right, let's do this one. Rookie quarterback, New England, Patriots key. Where are you? Zero fifty to the max on the Patriots as a Super Bowl contender. I'm 50 on them. I'm, I'm not to the max, I think, as a 50. Uh, I don't know where they're ready yet to contend with the Ravens as well as the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that they or fight the Bills for the playoff uh, to win the division and get a home playoff game. But I don't think that the pay, the Pats the Pats are not going to have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. And whenever they've gone to the Super Bowl, they've had the one or the two seed. And I don't think that they'll get the one or the two seed. This year. In fact, I know they won't get the one or the two seed this year. How many rookie quarterbacks have uh, won a Super Bowl? Zero. Have they ever even been there? All right, so that's 50 for me, just for that reason alone. I love their defense, love the the direction that they're going, but even if they dominate the rest of the regular season, I would would still have that withhold because I would worry about how Mac Jones performed in the playoffs. What both of you said is the reason I'm at a 50. Another caveat, though, just consider this. A lot of caveats. Isn't Mac Jones the type of dude – who like gets outplayed in a big playoff game, the whole thing, and somehow it just feels like, oh, he got lucky and advances, right? Well, he really doesn't deserve that much. of. He just seems like the type of dude doesn't plan on doing too much are, losing to me. Are you talking about Mac Jones, or are you really talking about Tom Brady, Bucks zero fifty 0-50 to the max? I'm going to say 50. I'm going to say 50. And the reason I'm going to say 50 is because they're going to get some people back in their secondary, but I just think that it's somebody else's time other than a terrific Tom. Terrific Tom can come get one in 2023, but he won't get this one in 2022. I'll say to the max, I mean, look, they're starting to get healthy. Some of their pieces are coming back. Granted, you saw them last night against the Giants, but it's hard for me to discount the Bucks not being one of the best teams in the NFL. To the max, um, they have the best roster top to bottom, I think. If you look at the entire roster, I think they have the best roster in the NFL, and they have a seven-time champion at quarterback, and uh, I think it's to the max. Jay, I'm, oh, sorry, Jay, I'm going to start with you on the next two. 
First, the Bills. Where are you at on the Bills? You're the biggest Bills fan we have. Zero fifty to the max. Zero. No confidence. I don't. All right, I'm gonna next. I I don't. I don't. After they lost to the Jags and the way I saw them lost to the Colts, I don't. We're talking about them potentially trying to make a wild card game now. All right, I gotta stick with Jay here. That's a real true supporter. I'm a realist. Where are you on the Titans? Zero fifty to the max. I'm 50 on the Titans just because I wonder how they would be if they get Derrick Henry back. Key, Max, go ahead on Bills-Titans. I think they're 50. The Bills, you know, again, it comes down to how they turn things around, what's going to happen with the two games with the Patriots, are they going to win the division, get a home playoff game, and then go from there. Titans should win the division, but who knows? Maybe they all of a sudden, that that little bit of uh, thread that's loosened, somebody pulls it and they unravel. Yeah. I would go 50 on both. I think the Bills are a very good team intrinsically. And I think the same thing about the Titans. Defenses are weird in the NFL. They can change over the course of a season. But the bottom line is I don't think either one has a great quarterback, and it's hard for me to go to 100 if you don't have a great quarterback. Hmm. Car companies advertise how fast they go 0 to 60. We should advertise how quickly Jay goes 50 to 0. Hey, no, hey, 100 hey, to hey, 0. Look, what are you hey, talking look, about? Guys. The brakes on that thing? The, the brakes on the Jay's thing, whip are the beautiful crazy. Thing, the beautiful thing is that your opinion can change over the course of time. Yeah. Jay goes from 100 to 0. <laughs> Stop on a dime. There James, Harden, fan, James Harden with his. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of receipts. It's all good. You can keep them, baby. It's all love. How about the Rams? Zero. Fifty to the max. Where are you guys at? Key, you're in LA. I'm, I'm, I'm at a fifty. I'm at a fifty with the Rams. I, I, they've got to improve their defense. Their run fits on defense. They got to stop people in the run game. They're, people are taking advantage of that. Um, and until they do that, I think they're going to be at a fifty for me. Go ahead, Max. I'm I'm going to go a hundred on the Rams. I know I shouldn't. It's a, maybe a little irrational at this point, but I've seen. I, I feel like. I feel with the Bills, except their losses hasn't, haven't been as bad as the Bills. I just think they're a really good team, and, and I think they're going to be highly motivated with Matthew Stafford. Also, like, look at the Lions. Lions can't win a single game without Stafford. Stafford's even better than I thought he was. I'm, I'm at 100 with the Rams. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'll go yeah, to the max. Get us with a J. Cardinals. To the max. Yeah, the Cardinals are to the max. Look, as long as Kyler Murray's back and Diop is back, like, they're to the max. They've been the real team the whole year. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they are to the max, um, even with little to no playoff experience. I think that you have to put them in a max category just because they've shown the ability to still win despite not having two of their main offensive weapons on the field. And when he comes back healthy, maybe they continue to roll. Yeah, uh, to the max. The Cardinals are <laughs> – They've been really, if we're just being objective, take everything, preconceived notions out of it, they've been the best team in football this year. All right. Playing to the max. Confidence meter for NFL contenders, zero, no chance to win the Super Bowl. 50, maybe, to the max, legit Super Bowl contender. How about the Ravens? Zero, 50 to the max. I'm going to put them at a 50. I'm going to put them at a 50 right now just because I got Kansas City ahead of them. And until they fix some of the problems that they've had over the last couple Weak, so to speak, in particularly the Miami Dolphins game because they did just win with a backup quarterback in there this past Sunday. Then I can increase them next time we do this when Lamar comes back. But right now, 
they're at a 50 because they can't run the ball on a consistent basis. Lamar Jackson is accounting for about 83% of their offense, which is a lot. I'll go 50 just because I think their remaining schedule is very, very tough. Final stretch opponents combined 32 and 19. I think it's going to be a bumpy ride. But as this team gets healthy, uh, they have the potential to be there, but it's still 50 to me. Yeah, I got to go 50 just because of health. You know, that's it. But uh, otherwise, I'd be to the max. Lamar Jackson, the way he's played this year, I, I might even just mess around and go. If Lamar's okay, I'm going to go to the max. I have as much confidence as them as anyone. All right, last one. They might have an MVP c- candidate on their roster now. So what's your confidence meter? Zero fifty to the max in the Colts. Yes, I'm going to say zero. Mm. I'm going to say zero because they they got an uphill battle to just get into the playoffs. They got a huge uphill battle just to get in. Yeah, I'll say zero just so I can win my bet with my father-in-law. How about that? I'll go. Yeah, zero. I don't. Bottom line is I don't believe in Carson Wentz under pressure. That's it. Oh, that's it. Are we done? Have we gone? Have we gone through them all Evan, already? Uh, Evan, are you, what are you doing? Look at that. Is that it? Um, Knicks Lakers tonight. Oh, it's always great when LeBron James visits Madison Square Garden. Is oh what what no LeBron James? Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. LeBron flagrant two, ejected from the game. Obviously, there's frustration involved with this Lakers team right now. Stewart tried to give his LeBron. I don't know what he was trying to do. I know nobody on our team was having it. You know, we're going to protect our brother. He's on call for Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. Jeff Van Gundy joins us on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear, more driven. Hey, Coach, what's going on? Hey, Max, what's happening, man? Great to have you. Jeff Van Gunn, he's ESPN NBA analyst, needless to say. Coach, were, were you surprised at all? at this? Or let me just ask you more broadly. What, what are your thoughts on the suspensions to LeBron and, and Isaiah Stewart? Isaiah got you know, a stiffer suspension than LeBron, 2-1. to one. Yeah, I think, obviously, uh, James instigated it with his blow that drew blood. But I think the league made the appropriate call because of Isaiah Stewart continuing to come back. 
um, and try to reignite, you know, um, the fracas. So I, I agree with how they um, determined. I thought both guys deserved to be suspended. But I'll tell you one thing. There's not going to be too many people be messing with uh, Isaiah Stewart going forward because <laughs> no matter what the Lakers players said, they wanted no part of that Brahma bull at all. Like that guy was, he was enraged and he is big and strong and he's from Rochester, New York. So that, that guy, he's a great guy too, but man, he was heated. Jeff, do you think moments like these help teams come together with the way the Lakers responded on the road to close out that game? Cause they were down that entire game pretty much. No, they played a great fourth quarter. Um, I don't know. I think so much is about what happens next. Uh, let's see what they can do tonight and going forward. You know, they've had the soft one of the softest schedules in the league. They were home seemingly from the start of the season, and they hadn't been able to make much hay. And let's not let's not you know overstate what happened. They beat a really bad Pistons team, and they needed to make a major comeback to do it. So let's see what happens next. Hopefully for them, they can, you know, get healthy. And I think they really need Kendrick Nunn, um, his quickness, his energy, and his defense. And I, I don't believe this Laker team, guys, is going to be the same Laker team we see after the trade deadline and the buyout market. I, I think they're going to try to be figuring out ways where they can improve this roster. I think they now know at the quarter pole of the season, this team is not a championship-caliber roster. Hmm. With that being said, Coach, what, what do they need? There's a guy running around our studio that I like that can shoot the ball really, really well named J.J. Redick. Do they, do they need that in that lineup, some shooters? Uh, I think they need a, a, a little bit of everything. I think the first thing they need to decide to me is, like, do they have – do they have use for centers or is Anthony Davis going to be their everyday center um, to start? I, I think that's an interesting uh, dilemma that Frank Vogel and his staff have. I think then they've got to figure out um, how are we going to guard better? You know, like, like how can we guard, you know, the speedy and athletic wings uh, and point guards defensively, uh, they just don't have a lot of answers right now. They have a lot of small and poor defenders that they play. They've got to shore that up. So I, I think the issues are much more defensive-based. And Frank Vogel is a great, great defensive coach. Um, and he has explored a lot of different lineups and a lot of different schemes. And sometimes when you're a little bit older and a little bit slower, there's just very few answers. Jeff Van Gundy, NBA ESPN analyst, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Coach, I have to ask, you know, people love to claim teams as the world champions right now, 15, 16 games into the season, and that's been happening a ton to the Golden State Warriors. What do you see when you watch them play? And do you think – they can sustain this high level of play throughout the entire season. 
What I see is a team that's committed to playing different on offense than any other team in the NBA. They're willing to run less pick and rolls and exert more offensive energy than other teams with movement without the ball. And it's all centered on the greatness of Curry. And everyone talks about Curry's, you know, when you talk about star players, you always talk about, do they make others better? And to me, there's no one in the league that makes others better more than Steph Curry. And it's not just because you have to guard him at 40 feet. It's when he's sprinting the court, it makes teams, even the most disciplined defensive teams, make more mistakes that allow wide open layups and open shots for his teammates. It allows Draymond Green to hang around the high post and play as a point forward or a point center, um, whatever, whatever position he's playing at that time. Uh, he makes, you know, I think he injects the whole team with incredible confidence so that Wiggins is playing, you know, better basketball than we saw in Minnesota. Uh, you know, Jordan Poole is playing terrific basketball. Even these older guys like Otto Porter and Belizia, they're being rejuvenated. And I give the, the, their style of play and Steph Curry the lion's share of the credit. I, this guy is phenomenal, and that they choose because of it, how he's willing to play and how Steve Kerr is willing to coach, that they play different, I think gives them an advantage every night. The head coach, Jeff Van Gundy, ESPN NBA analyst, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Coach, can the Chicago Bulls make some noise with Zach Levine and Ball along with uh, DeMar DeRozan in the East? I know they've played good basketball lately, but can they make some real noise? I think it's too early to tell. You know, they really haven't had their whole team, so they've been missing Vucevic for uh, the last 10 days or so due to COVID protocols. Uh, their young second-year starting power forward, uh, Patrick Williams, uh, is presumably out the rest of the year. And last night, you know, Caruso was out. Um, and so they got absolutely obliterated by Indiana. And I just think, you know, next man up sounds good until you have to play the next man up over and over and over again. And that's when it becomes difficult. And... um they're getting Vucevic back soon. Uh, I think, like um, L.A., they're gonna like. I think Chicago's a good team, and I think Levine and DeRozan and DeRozan. I think people missed on in free agency. You know, they they criti- criticized uh, Chicago for signing him, and it's been one of the great signings in free agency over the last few years. So they have a one-two punch. They need Vucevic to play better, and they, they're a little small and so uh, in the front court. And so I think um, they're going to be good. It, it remains to be seen whether they can hold up um, being that small. A coach, talking to Coach Jeff Van Gundy on the Goodyear hotline, um, <clears throat> I, I want to run something by you, okay, because we talked about the Lakers a little bit. <clears throat> Westbrook is on his fourth team now in four years. Every year he's figuring out new teammates, and every year in the first half of the season, everyone's like, ah, he's just not that good anymore. And then by the second half of the season, we're all going, oh, look at this. He's like playing at MVP 
you know, level. When evaluating the Lakers, can and they need more shooting, we pick that up by the deadline, let's say, but can you really make an evaluation of them with LeBron having missed so many games and with Westbrook once again in the kind of figuring it out phase of the season? No, I think you have to wait as far as, like, like I said about Kendrick Nunn, Max, I think it's important that, you know, they get back and see what they actually have because what happens when you have injuries is guys have to play in outsized roles that they're not capable of playing. I, the Westbrook thing, to me, people always talk about his shooting. I, I think it's, you know, how does he interact with James and Davis? Like, because if LeBron has it or Davis has it, then Westbrook's a spot-up shooter, which is not his strength. Westbrook's best when he has the ball. Um, his turnovers have been, you know, you know, really, really high this year. Um, and that's hard to overcome, too, when you're, you know, banged up and in the struggle, right? So I, I just – Forgetting if an individual player plays well enough or not, do they fit well with their you know teammates on the court? And like, does this team, you know, what you're not what you're trying to do is you're trying to build a team every year. You're not collecting talent, and that's the old Patriot you know motto. You know, and I think it fits here. And I it remains to be seen whether you know these three guys who I think, you know, they were all voted in the top 75 players, whether at this point in their career, whether their skills fit together and they make each other better or where they're, they don't fit together and they actually don't help each other play better. And I think um, right now it's too early to say, like you said, James has been out. Um, They've had all these other injuries. They, they've really struggled to figure out who they want to play to this date. And I think once they can figure out who they want to play, then Rob Palenka can go about trying to make um, the best roster decisions he can going forward. It's Jeff Van Gundy, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks a million for jumping on with us, Jeff. Thanks, Coach. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy you Thanksgiving, too, Coach. See you soon. All right. Guys, Joe Judge was asked if he had faith in Jason Garrett after last night's loss to the Bucks, And his answer had, uh, had us guessing on the over-under for Jason Garrett on the Giants staff. But should we really be asking if we still have faith in Joe Judge? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. This, to me, is the start of the movie we saw last season, where jaws locked and get ready because here come the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It started with Tom Brady. He came to play tonight. He had everybody offensively ready to play tonight. Total team effort was, I thought, outstanding. Obviously, it wasn't perfect. We left a lot out there, and we gave them one. But This game was controlled by the Bucs from start to finish. There's no question. You're going to hear from Joe Judge, and then you'll be the judge. Here's Joe Judge, Giants head coach at the postgame presser. Yeah, put that on down. You can put that down tonight. Got that? You guys can write that tonight. Now, the players got to execute. That's their job, right? It's our job to teach them. It's their job to go out there and execute. But we've got to make sure we keep putting them in a position to have success. And it's got to be consistently that way. So, you know, you can go ahead and write that down, and I'm not going to debate that. Hmm. So, what about... Jason Garrett, coach, you still you still got faith in Jason Garrett? I have faith in all the people on our team, players, coach, everything. But you know, look, we'll assess everything as a team, make any move we need to going forward. Is he going to be? I'm not going to go into that right now. Let me plug that into the Keyshawn Johnson uh, football translator. Doot, doot, doot. Key, when you hear that, come on, man, Jason Garrett doesn't sound like he's long for the Giants coaching staff. You know that bad toast that you forgot that was in the toaster and yeah. it was burnt and that was your last couple pieces of toast and you tried so to scrape mad. it off? You're so mad. That's kind of what's going on with that situation and Joe Judge and Jason Gary gave him no real vote of confidence that, you know, typically you hear a coach say, look, it's not just on him, it's on all of us. We certainly need to get things turned around, but he's my guy, he's going to be with me, ride or die, blah, 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 blah. That's not really what you heard. What you heard is we're going to assess everything. So <laughs> Especially in the this end, I wouldn't be coach. shocked. <laughs> in the end, I wouldn't be shocked with a couple games left if they turn to somebody else on the coaching staff to call plays and they part ways with Jason Garrett, which, you know, may be best for him. When you start thinking about all the weapons that the Giants have and then you see the way they mustered up 10 points last night, you know, that, that first drive that they had, mustered a field goal, then the one creative play, I get that. But, like, you still need to see a lot more creative creativity out of this offense. I mean, Max, think about from a Giants fan perspective. Okay, when we let don't, me try. When we, when, we don't, when we don't see run, run, pass, run, pass like, then you're kind of punt. shocked. Wait, yeah, you left punt, out the punt. punt. Yeah, You're shocked. You're shocked. That's the Jason Garrett special, run, run, pass, punt. That's, Are you not shocked? I am. I'm, I'm impressed every time he doesn't do that. Here's what bothers me the most about the hire in the first place. Run, run, run. Like, we looked at the Cowboys a couple of years ago, and we were like, well, we're we pretty sure Dak is pretty good. What's holding this team back? Uh, and by the way, oh, the offense was great. Well, they were playing from behind a bunch. They are putting up a lot of numbers. You know, like, let's be honest about it. And we all thought they could do better at coach, or most of us did. They could do better at coach. So the Giants go, yeah, let's bring that guy on board. That bothered me from the beginning. From the very beginning, it bothered me that the Giants hired him. You know, like, I'll be honest. (laughs) Well, mean, I mean, you know, hey, man. That's all I can tell you. Hey, makes no sense. As they say, if I had your hand, I'd cut mine off. Now, 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 here's the thing. 
Joe Judge, the jury is out on. I think reasonable people have come to the conclusion, I don't know if he's good or not, but I need to see more. Do you feel that way, Key? Do you need to see more? Do you like what you've seen so far, or are your eyebrows raised? I don't know what he is. What is he? Like, I don't know what he is. Is he a leader? Is he a motivator? Is he just a guy who wants to walk around and look a certain way? Does he spend all his time on social media? Like, what is he? Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, is he in his office designing plays? Is he in his office philosophizing and trying to figure out how to motivate his team? Is he having real conversations with the coaching staff? Does he know X's and O's? Like, what is he? Because you don't have to be an X and O coach to be successful. You can just be a CEO type if you hire the right coaches around you. We'll Things say- like firing, hiring your buddy who's the offensive line coach in the middle of the year, firing the offensive line coach because the other guy didn't get along with, all that sort of stuff, to me, is, is this just doesn't, that doesn't show good leadership. Mm-hmm. And they did that a year ago, mm-hmm. if you remember. It seems like he's more of the CEO type. But I guess the question is, Key, if you were the new GM of the team that came in, would you have him remain on the job as CEO for another year? We got 20 seconds. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He's a CEO what, what, what type. What options do I have? He's exactly. a CEO type. The problem is the company's losing money. <laughs> That's the problem <laughs> with that CEO. The company has not been, this is predates Joe Judge, at 500 at any point after week one in five years. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. See you tomorrow morning. Greenies next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.